The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Help, we lost our motivation. I hear that a lot from homeschooling parents. And so today in this episode, I want to talk about how to create momentum in your homeschool. Momentum is really the key to homeschooling with more ease. If you're struggling because you feel like you're losing momentum, here are seven keys for how to create, build, and keep your momentum moving in the right direction. Let me tell you that waiting around for motivation is not one of the keys. Momentum is that impetus that we get from moving in a certain direction, from taking action towards something. And motivation is the desire, right, to move toward that goal. But motivation doesn't always bring about momentum if we never take the first step. So here's the question. How do you create momentum instead of waiting around for motivation? Here are seven ways to generate momentum. Number one, simplify your homeschool plans and daily rhythm. Number two, allow rhythms to unfold naturally rather than forcing them to happen. Number three, look for small wins because small wins create momentum. Number four, borrow your child's enthusiasm or motivation from one project for another to gain momentum. Batch plan for some activities, use the element of surprise, and number seven, interrupt your judgy thought loops. Now I'm going to give you some examples for each one of these keys, each one of these ways that you can generate 
uh, create, build, keep your momentum going. So the very first one is to simplify your homeschool plans and daily rhythm. I think what happens when we feel overwhelmed is that the plan or our days, even just our activities get more and more complicated. And then we feel like there are too many things to do, but we don't know what the priorities are. And so it's just this whole jumble of shoulds, right, to do's without an order to them. But if we can simplify and start to identify what's most important to us, like for example, on any given day, what is it that would feel really good to make sure you get to today? It could be one, two, or three things. This has made a huge difference in my own life. When we were homeschooling, I would often have a list of way too many things that I thought we would get to in a day. And then I would get to the end of the day, not having completed them all and feel discouraged. So this goes along with a mantra that I share often, scale back until it works and then build back up from there. Because in order to have some success and begin to gain momentum, we have to keep that plan and that daily rhythm so, so simple. All right, that's the first key. The second key is to allow the rhythms to naturally unfold rather than forcing them to happen. So it can be extra difficult to force or to hurry any creative aspects of Waldorf-inspired homeschooling, such as you want to put on a little puppet play of a story that you read or make a watercolor painting, which requires getting out the supplies and setting things up, or even modeling with clay all of those things can take time. And if these things are in your lesson plan, in your plan for the day, and you happen to feel rushed, you're going to put pressure on your children. They'll feel the pressure. And the truth is that it's better to set those creative aspects aside for a day when you have time and space to complete them. So if this happens to be a day that you're supposed to be somewhere at 11 a.m. to meet friends or go to a class and you want to get in a story and a watercolor painting or work on a puppet show or something like that, but you want to also be really efficient and get out of the house on time, sometimes those two things can be in conflict with each other. So If these creative aspects of your homeschooling only happen once a month or even a few times a year, right? That's a win. Like finishing two watercolor paintings over a four-month period is more than finishing zero, right? So we're looking for momentum, not pressure. So allow your rhythms to unfold and Be realistic in what you invite into each day so that you have plenty of time. Tip number three, look for small wins. And this, again, goes along with scaling back until it works. Success is actually motivating. And small wins help to create that momentum. So success is motivating. Progress is motivating. Pressure is not. Even the smallest efforts to get going 
can contribute to momentum. So small wins. If you're struggling because you feel like you're losing momentum, then do something really small that will make you feel accomplished. I like to ask myself the question, what is one thing I can do today to make progress toward this goal or this thing that I really want us to be doing? One thing. All right. Key number four is borrow your child's enthusiasm or motivation from one project for another project. So motivation can help build momentum if it's already there. You just don't want to wait around for it. So simply notice when your child is excited about something that they've done or that they're in the process of doing and harness that natural motivation for other projects, especially ones that your child might not choose to do on their own or might not feel really excited about doing. For example, if you have a really reluctant writer in your house, right, maybe they'd be willing to take on the challenge of making a poster, right, writing the poster about a book that they're reading because they love the book so much and they want to tell everyone about it. Or I I love the project of creating the book jacket for a book that you're reading and on the flaps, the inside flaps of a book jacket, on the outside you have an illustration, on the back you have a brief description or quotes, right, about the book. And then the inside flaps on the left-hand side is usually a summary of the book and on the right-hand side in the back is a little bit about the author. So a child might enjoy making something like that. And then in that way, they're practicing writing because they love the book so much. So borrow enthusiasm and motivation from one activity for another. Key number five, batch plan for some activities. This works really well for lots of homeschooling activities that we as parents are planning and prepping for. So here's some examples. Like you want to find some poems to go in that morning warm-up time. So instead of at the last minute on Sunday night searching for a poem for tomorrow morning, you could sit down and batch those and come up with a list of three or four poems that you're going to learn throughout the month and you've got the whole month done then. Or practice several watercolor paintings at a time if that's something that you want to bring. Or you could write out math problems, math practice problems that you're going to bring during your practice sessions over the next block. So anything that you're going to teach over a few weeks or a month, if you can look at the whole and get that all done at once, you can just sit down, write down a page, for example, of math problems for a whole month that's going to be part of that practice. And this can really help you gain momentum. It will help you feel accomplished and ready for the lessons. Key number six, use the element of surprise. I love this one. Surprise yourself. Surprise your kids. Follow that gut instinct when you feel like something needs, you need to mix up something, switch up the schedule or break out of self-imposed molds like you think it needs to be done a certain way. But Give yourself permission to get creative, right? And come up with some new ideas, some uh, ideas of your own. Some unique and playful ideas can be really 
fun to bring to your children and declare that you're going to bring more fun to your lessons, right? To your lessons, to your days, to your weeks. Get used to following your inspiration because when life is fun, we are all more motivated. Key number seven is interrupt your judgy thought loops. (laughs) I don't even know if that's a proper way to say it, but remember that mindfulness is observation without judgment. So we want to be mindful, right? We want to treat ourselves, increase our own well-being by recognizing when we're being judgmental of ourselves and stepping outside of that. You want to love yourself enough to let go of the pain, the shame about the past. Because each day is a new day. Each moment is a new moment. We can always start again. So become aware of the story that you're telling yourself about how you should have done this or you should have done it that way or how your children should have a different life experience than you're giving them. I invite you to take time to pause and interrupt those thought patterns. They might just be habit at this point. So observe without judgments. Try on some new perspectives. You might be curious about how your life is unfolding and be willing to let go of thoughts that no longer serve you. You can interrupt those judgy thought loops and intentionally choose, instead, intentionally choose more motivating thoughts that will help you move forward. That's what I have for you today. Seven ways to generate momentum, to create momentum in your homeschool. Number one, simplify your plans and daily rhythm. Number two, allow those rhythms to unfold naturally rather than forcing them. Number three, look for small wins because small wins create momentum. Number four, borrow your child's enthusiasm and motivation from one project for another to gain momentum. Number five, batch plan for some activities. Number six, use the element of surprise. And number seven, interrupt your judgy thought loops. If you're ready to experience peace of mind on your homeschooling journey, I want to offer you something that can help right away. The Homeschool Simplicity Bundle, the essential methods and mindset you need to sustain the homeschool life you truly desire. Included in this bundle are the Homeschool Simplicity ebook, three video trainings, how to bring it all together, your minimum viable homeschooling day, and the simplicity change process, plus 14 beautiful customizable homeschool planning templates, and Waldorf-inspired block outlines for grades one through eight that include some of my favorite resources for every single block in every single grade. Just go to artofhomeschooling.com slash simplicity bundle to get access for just $47. Okay, until next time, I hope you experience momentum and realize that you are an awesome homeschooler 
You can use these seven keys that I've offered you today to help you create momentum in your homeschool. If you want to get some links to what I've mentioned here, I'll include a bit more description of the bundle in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 119. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll see you next time. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm -hmm.